Hey guys, Lance Zerline here. We're Houston. We're the city of champions. How about I give you another champion? If you suffered an injury in an accident and would like a free case review, call the super team at Daspit Law Firm. They're champions. Free consultations are available 24-7. Dial 713-CALL-NOW. That's 713-CALL-NOW and DaspitLaw.com. It's John and Lance. What in the hell is wrong with him? Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, here's John Granato and Lance Zerline. Good Tuesday morning, everybody. John and Lance, along with Dell, here with you for the next three hours on ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. And the Cougs are number one. And the Cougs are number one. And you, you know what Kelvin Sampson's quote was about it? That he doesn't care? I don't like being put in a position where I have to brag on our team. My father said it's always a lot better if other people say something good about you. Our consistency is consistent. That would be the way I describe it. We're consistent. I would say they are consistent. I would say... Yeah, you get – you know what? It's almost every game, it's almost the same. It, it's like stifling, choking defense. It's shooting that is, you know – Marginal. Marginal, yeah. Marginal is a good word. It is uh, just an effort that is second to none. It's like every game is the NCAA final. And, you know, it just is uh, – I mean, yeah, he's right. It is consistent. And when you're consistent like that, you know what? Coaches love consistency. Yeah, well, you know what to expect. Dom Capers told me, he said, I'd rather have a guy who runs a 4-5 every time than a guy who runs a 4-3 than a 4-7. Yeah. I would much rather have a 4-5 guy every count, time. You, you can, can count you can on plan him. around that. You can count yes. on that. Wouldn't you like to know what your traffic is all the time so you plan your routes? If you don't know what traffic is, um, I don't know. Actually, maybe you would rather have. No, you don't want bad traffic ever. No. You'd rather have steady traffic as opposed to great traffic sometimes and it and you're forty five minutes later you than you're supposed to. Yeah. yeah like you'd rather no. you'd rather know exactly what you'd rather your meal be the same all the time. No, and, I um, like different meals, but okay. with different meals but quality. Yes. The quality. You know what to expect. Right, right, right. And with the cougars you know what to expect. I mean, the mistake people would make is saying, Well, no, they're they're actually not that consistent because look at their offense. No, they are. You know what you get every time. Yes. You know what you're going to get. You know what you. You know what the package is. You know so it's, it's easier be, to win that yeah, way. Yeah, that's exactly right. It's easier to win that way when you know exactly what you're up against. Yeah, you know that you're going to shoot this. I'm in in the neighborhood of forty some forty two percent from the field. You're going to shoot maybe twenty seven twenty eight percent from three. <laughs> Boy, that's low. Well, that is though. That's what they do. Is that, what do you think their team three? I'm gonna look okay, go look it up. What their it stats seems, are. See how far I'm off. It seems like you at least. Well, yeah, need but, to go but here's to the problem. Maybe how about looking at the Big Twelve? Look at the Big Twelve because the preseason you can't count. Okay. Yeah. Look at the Big Twelve because Big Twelve stats and what 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 they what they do because I'm. They, and it's okay because you know they're going to be stifling well, defensively. I, I mean, I'd like it to be better. Yeah, no, 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 no. But it's okay because you know, you know. Although they do let teams back in it, Iowa State they let back in it, Baylor they let back in it. It's I just I, I mean, have, yeah, they shoot they shoot thirty four percent from three for the year, yeah. and the opponents shoot twenty seven point nine. Yeah, uh, like I said, check the Big Twelve. Though. I will, I will. But that's even higher than I would have thought. Like, in yeah, thirty four percent for as a team. Of course, it's a college three point line. It is, it is, but. But we, you know what? And I'm, a, I, so I mean, Kelvin has to just, you know, Sharp is a good shooter. Uh, CJ's a good shooter. Shad's a good shooter. Uh, but they put up sometimes they put up some shots that are uh, are. I'm, you know, Damian Dunn, eh, uh, okay. Um, and inside, uh, Javier Francis has been better. Has been uh, better offensively. He's been. Uh, I really love JoJo. His game. I love JoJo. Starting game. at Cincinnati, thirty-seven-five. South Florida, 47, 40.7. Tulane, uh, fifty. Oh, okay. And well, that's well, that's Tulane's not in the Big Twelve. 
Well, I'm just going down the list. Yeah. Temple 35.3, That's not- UCF 40.7, Cincinnati 29. Is that three point? Yeah, 29.4, Wichita State 35. Uh, Temple forty two point nine. Are you look? What, yeah, why are they playing Temple the twice? He's just, but they play Temple twice in the schedule already. You, sure, this isn't last year's. Yeah, are you looking at last year? I'm here in a twenty two, twenty three. That's this year. No, no twenty three, twenty four. No, I was joking. I clearly was on the wrong one. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to see I if I could, Temple twice. I was trying like, to trick you. I'm like, where are the big twelve teams <laughs> in this schedule? Okay, here we go. West Virginia three point percentage. Um, Okay, well, I mean, things are looking up already. 50%, West Virginia, Iowa State, 26.9. TCU, 22.2. That's what I'm saying. Tech, 47.1. 33. UCF, BYU gets a 43.5. Kansas State catches a 33. Texas gets a 33. Hmm. Kansas gets a 31. I see a trend. Oklahoma State, a a 40. Well, there's an 18 against Cincinnati. Texas catches another 34.8. That's probably 30, and then 31%. 29.2, 28.6. I mean, yeah. yeah. They don't all always shoot. They don't always shoot over 30%. No. But when 30s. they do, they usually win. Yeah. No, no, no. Except that Kansas, Kansas, they got blown out. They shot 31%. Well, when they shot three? under 30% from three this year. Are you ready for this? Let's see. They beat Texas A&M Corpus Christi. Well, okay. Yeah, you expected to. They beat Montana. Okay. They lost. Uh, they beat Texas State. They lost to Iowa State. They lost to TCU. Um, they actually lost to Kansas at thirty-one percent, and then they beat Cincinnati at eighteen percent. They beat Iowa State at twenty-nine percent. So they can win. They went yeah. to overtime again. They can win, but you didn't notice two of them were under three hundred thirty percent. Two losses were. I mean, that's what's going to get them. What, if they don't win a national championship, what's going to get them is going to be their three-point shoot. Yeah. You, you should just, and, and I don't know. You know, we've been watching this team for, uh, I mean, closely because they've been really, really good national contenders for, uh, I don't know, the last four or five years now. Kelvin has had them in the national game, has had them uh, in the national picture. This, I, I, I just kind of feel like this is the best team he's had. John, they are ranked 174th in three-point shooting, 34%. You know, in the NBA, you think, okay, you can live with that. They're ranked what? 174th from three. Really? Yeah, and they're ranked 24th in three-pointers against at 30.1%. Last year, they were two in the nation. This year, they're 174th. In three-pointers attempted, they're 215th. Um, There's some low... Well, that's Man. okay. I don't mind. If, if you're not great at shooting, why would you do Field goal more? percentage, 251. How many teams are there? Yeah, no, there's over three over 300 teams. They're shooting 43% from field. They're 251st from the field, which, encomp- which encapsulates everything. They're 250. That would have to be, has there ever been a team number one ever, other than maybe a Houston team? That was 251st in field goal percentage? That seems like a statistical... And number one in the country. Number one in the country. Well, yeah, so Virginia team, I would bet. You think so? Uh, Tony Bennett, Virginia team. Well, they were slow-paced, but did they shoot this bad? Oh, that's true. That is true. I mean, this is like... The Cougs pull pull up, too. Now, they'll they'll run a clock on you. Free throw percentage, 292nd. (laughs) Three-point percentage, 174th. How is this possible that they're the number one team? Until you look at their defensive stuff. What's and let's see, field goal percentage against number one in the nation. Yes. 37.6. What about two-point field goal percentage, sixth in the nation? What about three-point, 24th in the nation? What about free throw against? Oh, their free throw defense is great. Is incredible. Third in the nation. Teams only shoot 60. Houston shoots 68.9, and they're better than their opponents from the line, who shoot 65.3. But rebounding, I mean, you know, total rebounds, Houston's 70th. Now, there's not as many possessions in a Cougar game yeah, because the defense. And uh, from a turnover standpoint, their turnovers, well, it says they're 348, but their opponents have 436 turnovers. That basically means Houston's like number one in the nation. Their opponents have four. Yes, they are number one in the nation in turnovers. 234, that's fourth in the nation. That's fantastic. They're not turning it over. 
Oh, they're fourth in the nation. They want the number to be lower. Right. So they just kind of invert this. It's 234. They're fourth in the nation in turnovers. Their opponents have turned it over 436 Wow. Yeah. 436. To 234. Wow. How incredible is that? That's coaches love turnover differential. Is that the best differential in the country? It has to be. Well, they're number one in points against. So at 1550, I mean, 15-15, their points this year, 2003. There's a differential of, you know, over 400 and 490, basically, 488. So, yeah, that has to be number one. So it's just a, it's just a unique set of circumstances. When we talk about them having shooting issues, when you put – rankings on it really puts it in context it is awful from a from a from the standpoint of nationally but when you look at the defense and especially the turnovers you just don't get as many possessions if you don't shoot well which you don't against houston and you don't have as many possessions and houston and right now from a rebounding standpoint john actually <clears throat> they're rebounding better than their opponents uh, it's not crazy but they're rebounding better than their opponents but you know from a steel standpoint they're ninth in the nation in steel. So it's a it's it's a game of fewer possessions for you, and when you do get them, you're not going to make as many shots. For Houston, they're not going to shoot well. They're going to have fewer possessions, but they'll turn you over so they get more possessions added that way. But it's a but you know, it helps you win games that you're not playing well. You can win on the road at Baylor when things get murky or tough or yeah. momentum. They can they can stick momentum right in the stomach with a pick yep. because you can't just keep getting momentum on them because they can slow you down with defense or whatever turnovers. But the problem is if you're, you're not going to shoot well, but if you don't defend well, you almost have no chance against the best teams. If you're, and you saw it against Kansas, like Kansas. Well, that was a road game. We'll find, we'll see oh, no, that here. I know. Yeah, I know. We'll, but you're not going to be able to play at Hoffines in the postseason. No, that's true. But you're going to be able to right now, especially at number one, and they have a possibility of being number one overall. They are two behind in quadrant one wins. So, But they but their next four games are all quadrant, four, quadrant one possibilities, their last four games. But here's the deal is they look like they're going to be the South region number one seed, and the second round is in Dallas, which is good. That's good. Yeah, last year Unless was in San Antonio. Unless you get stuck playing SMU. Right? Last year was San Antonio? Yes. Yeah. Yes. This one is going to be in America. But what if you have Airlines. to face SMU? Uh, you can't. You don't want to face SMU. You don't want to face SMU in Dallas. No. You don't want to face SMU, how could you win? How could you win that game? No. Sonny? Sonny's right about this. Yeah, Dallas, they'll travel to Dallas. <laughs> yes. Cougs are going to travel to Dallas. You would better fill it up. Better be full of Cougs fans. Better be all red. Okay. Uh, that had better, better happen. All right, uh, 713-780. I got a story about that, actually, last year. Boy, did I catch it. 713-780-3776 is the number if you would like to get in here on ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. As a matter of fact, the Cougs play tonight. They got a uh, a big one tonight, a, another conference game. They can pull away. They got a one-game lead over Iowa State for the Big 12 uh, championship, regular season championship, and, and they got a, a, a home game tonight, which forget about it. Home At home, this team, are you kidding me? They're fantastic. So that's something that we're going to watch and we will talk about tomorrow right here on ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. Right now, though, I, my friends, uh, am telling you that we need to talk about, we need to talk about, give me the vin.com. Give me the vin.com is the best way to sell your car. It's not even arguable. John Clay Wolf is the best. John Clay Wolf is somebody who is going to buy your car for more. He is going to give you the best. And listen, if he gives you an estimate of what your car is worth, then you go to CarMax and they say, oh, no, 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 we'll give you more for it. You go back to John Clay Wolf and say, look at this, what I got from CarMax. And John Clay Wolf will go, wow. I'll give you more for that. I, okay, Carmack said well, he'll they'll give you this. Well, we'll give you more, or we'll give you a hundred dollars. How's that? So make sure every single time, just a free hundy that's coming your way, which doesn't happen because John Clay Wolf is going to beat give me the going to beat Carmax every time. And if he doesn't beat Carmax, then he is going to send you a hundred dollars. But he does it every time. He told me there was one time that like Carmax offered four thousand dollars more than the car was worth, which was re- he was like, okay. They're probably mad at him, like you know what? Yeah. F this guy. Yeah. <laughs> Here, 
We'll give you four thousand more. I don't than care. Him. Take the loss, Tom. Yes. I don't care. Take He's... the loss. Do what I said. A <laughs> hundred dollars gone. So if you're going to sell your car, there's one place that you always have to go, and that's GiveMeTheVin.com. You're listening to ESPN 97.5. ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. This is an interesting until you got to get in here because didn't you used to have some kind of little college show or something? Didn't you? Did you? Did you ever? Did you ever talk about college? You, you used to talk about college football or something. I did oh. in multiple ways. Oh, by the way, by the way, did you hear what he did yesterday? I know did. he had a prediction chicken on. Um. So when we left. When we left, the first thing that he's talking about is, well, you know, I held back a lot during that show because I'm, I'm holding back for, for my own show. And not only that, not only his opinions, but sound. He was bringing a different sound to the to, yeah, to his show. No, absolutely not. Yeah. No, no, no. Let Todd. me pull the reins in on the show t- I'm that made Todd. him. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to tell Todd. Yeah. What, no, what no, no, did no, no, you, no. Which sound did this you? This is HR. This is mm-hmm. HR is going to hear about Which sound did Laura you? Laura Beavers was getting called. Okay. Which sound that you didn't hear on your show that was heard on my show did you, you have an issue with? What, one of the first things that you played yesterday. What did I play? I forget what it was, but I don't know. I, don't, I wasn't listening that closely. Gonna get to all okay. the fun so when you figure out when you topics. figure out the issue, you let me know because you don't he's even remember. He's gatekeeping everything. Yeah, no, 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 no. He's yeah, a, let me pull up here. No, I've during got this show. Yeah. I've got ship yeah. talk ready to go. I'm not saving that sound for the next show. I got ship talk. You got you, some stuff from Deion Dawkins. Who was? What do you think is the best stuff that's in the entire system? As far as sound that can be played for our show. Yeah. You know, Paul Gallant did that same thing, as opposed to throwing it towards us when he had good sound. Why would he or, throw it towards you? you because it doesn't being work a on team your guy, show. I would Paul do Gallant. that for. Wait, what I would, was Paul Gallant supposed to do? I would do that for for oh, him. Popular no, you show wouldn't. Topics. No. I did it all the time. I, I, I joined his show, helped him out. Do it, and now, and what do I get for it? And what do we get for it? And now you are holding back different stuff. Just and so you can have it for your show. When you remember what you were so concerned with, you let me know because you can't even remember what I played. It, no, it no, wasn't that memorable. I wasn't listening that yeah, closely. okay. Then, okay. then you don't care. I do. You I just, do. You just care that I made that statement, and obviously I did it in some ways to mess with people if they were listening. No, and you were. No, 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 no. You, I you know, let me that, know. That is so true. You were like, well, as soon as this show gets over, I get my own. Look, yeah. I don't need to I'm talk not, on this show. I'm not going to pretend. Do you really think it would be different? Yeah. He's a me no, guy, he's not a, a we yeah, guy. No, he's, a, yeah, he's not a team. We're we guys. I'm he's not going to pretend there, there was a battle. There have been internally battles about what am I giving them and what am I keeping to myself. <laughs> You can replay it. I don't. Okay? We don't recycle audience. Understand. If we don't tell him, hey, did you hear that? Not, he he ain't bringing it to this show. I can tell you that. I've I have had to fight my my worst instincts and go. They don't need this. <laughs> wow. Oh my! Like God. Bad person. Up, what a bad this is this is. Oh, I like when he how does this going to work out, Todd? Can I just? Nice. Be, I'm being honest, and I'm not going to be in this mode forever. But I was like. They don't even care about this stuff. I'm gonna put this right in the back pocket. <laughs> but but Bad I'm fighting person. through it. I'm fight. I will I will provide sound. I'm going to continue to do what I did before. It's just a struggle. That's all. In just a much a lesser degree. Bad person. Bad bad person. Okay. When ship talk comes around, you can determine whether I was holding back. Okay. All right. Um. So this is a list of, and it's I, I you know I'm not a big list guy. I kind of man. All right. But this is the list of the best quarterbacks of this century. The top 80 quarterbacks of the 2000s. The top quarterbacks of the 2000s? Of the 2000s. Okay. Okay. Well, does that mean, okay, so that means from 2000 to now. 
It means from 2000 until now. Okay. Matt Leinart is in there. No. Sam Bradford wait, wait, wait. is in the there. Best of or just a whole list of a list? No. Who's the best ranked? The quarterbacks ranked. Well, you don't get a rank Matt Leinart. Don't we cut it off somewhere? It's the 2000s. He was in the 2000s. He played quarterback in the 2000s. No, but I know he did. But you're saying 2000s as a we're talking about the century, right? The 21st century, right. 2000 to 23. Right. That's a list of t- quarterbacks over the last 23 they, years. They risked, yeah, but they listed the the top 80. He was in the top 80? Matt Leinart won a Heisman. Why wouldn't he be in the oh, top 80? Oh, I'm thinking pro. No, in college. Oh, I missed the college part. I was thinking pro. I'm like, how are we getting to a place that we're <laughs> listing Matt Leinart? Oh, oh college. college. Yeah. You ought to listen to the show sometimes. I shouldn't. It's just Dell just holding stuff back. Yeah. <laughs> What am I going to hear? The worst sound? Uh, Matt Leinart, Sam Bradford is in there. Uh, so you got to go back. Uh, okay. 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 Who would you think? I'll give you a couple of guesses. Does he love Jesus and do circumcisions in third world uh, countries? He's up there. He's yeah. up there. Tim Tebow. He's he's fourth. Vince Young would have to be in the top ten. He's three. Uh, well, we got to take it back now. So it's not going to be Brady. It won't be Breeze. Breeze could be mentioned. Breeze is a pretty good quarterback, college quarterback. Uh-huh. They, they may not mention him, but, you know, Phillip Rivers is a pretty good college quarterback. He's a four-year starter, had pretty good stats. Did they mention Phillip Rivers? Uh, was it? Was Phillip Rivers? Phillip P- Rivers might have been in the late 90s. No. 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 He was in the 2004 draft. Oh, okay. Pirev uh, started four years at NC State. He doesn't have... Uh, he should have. He should be up there. He, yeah. I don't say Ben Roethlisberger is there. Uh, go ahead. He's not. It's not him. It's not Philip Rivers. So. Be Russell Wilson. I'm trying. Okay, so we're gonna we're gonna. They don't say Jason White, do they? Jason White is uh, top eighty, but he's not. Okay, because he's a Jason Heisman. White so it's is thirty six. Anybody that won a Heisman. Jason White is thirty six. Well, he he deservedly show. I mean, he won a Heisman. Yeah, I guess that's true. Charlie Ward was pre. Um, let's see. Lamar Jackson will be in there. Lamar Jackson is up there. He in the 20s is, somewhere. Uh, no, Lamar Jackson is in the teens. Philip Rivers is actually twenty fourth. Okay, okay, that's a okay. Yeah. That's a good lesson. Yeah, or it's a. We'll find out. Lamar Jackson see, is one. Lamar Jackson's eighth. Did he put? Did he put? Oh, RG three's got to be in there. RG three is up there. He RG three is tenth. Uh, Andrew Luck is ahead of him. Andrew Luck is not. Andrew Luck surprisingly was 18th. Uh, okay, so Trevor Lawrence will be way up there. Trevor Lawrence is not way up there. Trevor Lawrence is 11th. Deshaun Watson won a national. Deshaun Watson is sixth. He's got to be way up there. Um, Del, any idea? So Jameis Jameis Winston's got to be up there. Jameis Winston is actually in the teens. I'm assuming Kellen Mond's in top 10. Uh, Kellen Mann is up there. He's not top ten, no. It was a joke, but no, Kellen. Kellen Oak. He was a four-year starter. Kellen Moore is up there, not yeah, Kellen. Boys, he stayed. Kenny Kellen Trill Hill is he? Up is there? Kenny Trill? Trill oh, is, Johnny's in there. Johnny's in there. Yeah, Johnny's thirteen. Can't be Blake Bort, Blake Bortles. No, no, but Teddy Bridgewater. Would You're be. missing a know, couple missing. of huge ones I'm recently missing. too. Uh, are they going to put? Where are they put Mahomes? Um, no, they can't Matt, go too crazy with Mahomes in college. No, Pat, Pat Mahomes isn't even a couple. I haven't even seen him yet. A quarterbacks recent ones, so they're in. Uh, Joe Burrow is going to be way up Joe there. Burrow's five. Joe Burrow's five. Uh, it's career, not yeah, just year. Okay, so Justin Fields only had two years. Um, oh, Bryce Young's got to be way up there. Bryce Young is not way up there. He's like twentieth. He's like a three-year starter. Got to the and right the before playoffs. him. Uh, Jaden Daniels is 19th, and Bryce Young is 20th. So that's because just pure five years of Jaden Daniels, three years of Bryce. Is that why? Well, he yeah, Bryce actually just had two years of playing, right? Was it only two? I think so. So is your boy Tua in there? He threw for 8,356 yards. Tua, just three years? Tua is up there, but he's two not. Years. Yeah, no, Tua's in the 20s. Man, uh, let's see. Trey Lance, golf wins. Tua's 22. C.J. Stroud's 21. Is golf in there? Uh, nope. I, not that I haven't seen him. Yeah, what he might am I be missing? You're missing number one. I'm obviously missing number one. And, and it'll, it might surprise you a little bit, but when you look at the entire career, Baker Mayfield's number one. 
Okay. Okay. Uh, it began to take that, that does. I would not have come up with Darnold was good. I would not have come up with Baker Mayfield. This one. <laughs> he, uh, the students had won an outright conference title since 2010. He led them to three in a row. Uh, his story of a career ended with him throwing for 4,938 yards. He threw for 14,607 yards in his college career, 131 touchdowns and 30 interceptions. Cam Newton is two, but Cam, oh, yeah. Cam only threw for 2,900 yards. Yeah, what's the total yards? What's the total touchdowns? Uh, 30 TDs and 7 INTs. Uh-huh. But ba- the, Baker no, threw but for I 131 mean, touchdowns. Total touchdowns, <laughs> meaning rushing touchdowns, too. Rushing, remember, 24 his, touchdowns rushing. Yeah, he was his own yeah. read guy and ran for a lot. So it goes Baker, Cam Newton, Vince Young, Tim Tebow, Joe Burrow, Deshaun, Kyler Murray, Lamar Jackson, Marcus Mariota, Robert Griffin III. Interesting. Uh, Colt McCoy is up there. He had uh, Caleb Williams is 23rd. Uh, Carson Palmer. Case Keenum, 26th. Nice. I was going to say Case, but I figured he'd be dead. Yeah, Philip Rivers, 24. Carson, Carson Palmer, Carson Palmer, wow. Just inside. Did Drew Brees make? No, he was part of He was in the 90s, too. He came out in the 21, in the 2001 draft class. So, But Carson Palmer was, what, 2000? And... <coughs> what year was Carson Palmer? Did he get drafted? Carson Palmer. Carson Palmer was uh, 98 to 2002. Yeah. So yep. he had a, some of his also. But, yep, in okay. the 90s. Yep, yep. Uh, ben Roethlisberger, Justin Fields is 32. Um, Rex Grossman, 34. Congratulations. Colin Kaepernick is up there. Troy Smith, who won a Heisman as well, is uh, but he only finished 37th. What Chase about, Daniel. They put Russell Wilson in there? Russell Wilson is in there. Mm-hmm. He's in the 20s, I believe. Interesting. Uh, 29, I think. And that list goes to, into the 80s? Yeah, into the up to 80. Okay. Interesting. Baker Mayfield, the best of this century, according to this list. And he's got the numbers to prove, to, to back it up. And he was the number one pick. And he was the number one overall pick. He's and I made money off up, that. He's not lived up to that, but. Nope. Uh, taking a break, 713-780-3776. You got any questions or anything that you want to bring to the table? Uh, Jackie Goss's um, uh, ship talk is going to be a little bit later. 8.30. 8.30. 8.30 in the show, yeah. The Jackie Goss Ship Talk. We've named it after him because he loves it so much because of his. Is he sponsoring life. it? He, well, he should. I mean, he should well, get his name put, mentioned unless there's cash. It's in yeah. memoriam. We're putting no a, free commercials. He's not dead. Oh, well, I'm mean, yeah, not. But we're naming it after him for segment could be dead if we keep naming it after a listener. <laughs> Seven twenty nine ESPN ninety seven five. Don't go anywhere. You're listening to ESPN 92.5. You agree with this? Bill Barnwell uh, has the free agents out there. He has zero quarterbacks that are franchise quarterbacks, but he does have Kirk Cousins listed as his Pro Bowl caliber starter. Uh, and then he has capable starters. Tier three is his capable starters. He has Russell Wilson, but he has Baker Mayfield in the borderline starters, high end backups. He's got Jacoby Brissett. Uh, Joe Flacco, Baker Mayfield, Gardner Minshew, Ryan Tannehill, and Jameis Winston. So those would be on my grading scale. Those are considered a sixty-one. Well, high-end backup, low-end starter uh, would be a Baker 61. should be up there with Baker capable be starter. A sixty-two. Yeah, a six-point-two is a capable starter. Baker Mayfield proved that he's a capable yeah, starter it's not, last year. Not anything you're super. It's an average starter. Nothing. You're, but Baker Mayfield is a sixty-two. He's not a sixty-one. Yeah. Yeah. But J- Jacoby Brissett, yes. That would be one of those guys. Probably, um, you know, our guy Davis Mills is probably in that territory potentially. Uh, but yeah, no, not not. Yeah, no, that's a good that's a good backup who can come on and win some games for you potentially or be competitive. Is would be a six point one on on the grading scale. 
Baker's not in that category, so he's in the level above it. I wouldn't put him an above average starter, but I'd put him at that you know, I'd put him at that capable starter role at six point two. Yeah. That's that feels like exactly where he should be. So I think Barnwell's maybe selling him short. He is selling him. You know, Baker has Baker's Baker's season at Tampa, um, Baker's uh not only that, but you know, that one game, I know it was one game against the Rams, but man, that was impressive. He just came in, didn't know the whole offense. Like he's he's proven that he's going to be, I think, better than he was at, at Cleveland on the whole. Doesn't everybody season, prove that? Yeah, and that's just one of those things where the ownership I got a friend of mine who's who's interviewing today with uh a certain team that ha- it's actually not Cleveland, but it's a certain team that has what I consider to be shaky ownership and not a great history. And I just said, look, you know, and he was talking about, well, if they offer me the job, they ask for a number. What number should I say? And I said, I don't know. What are you thinking? He goes, well, I'm going to tell them a number. He said, well, I know that their organization's not considered a very good organization. So I'm going to tell them a number that takes into account how bad their organization is. Because if I'm risking my career, yeah. I don't want to go work for a place and not be compensated fairly for it. And that's just the thing is when you work for like this is why in the draft the Panthers in the draft like the Panthers Bryce Young you know a lot of people love to there's this thing where people like <clears throat> to make fun of or or go after Bryce Young or anyone who liked Bryce, Bryce the whole city of Houston was pissed when it looked like we weren't going to get Bryce Young it, after the Indianapolis game there was a fury. Because everyone's Bryce Young, and now people have tried to rewrite history. But the fact is, CJ is going to be a better quarterback than Bryce Young. That's just a fact. But what is not a fact is that CJ would have done this with, he would have shown these same flashes in Carolina. I don't know if that's, he would have been better than Bryce, but Bryce Young is in a terrible no, spot. No, listen. David I, I, I fully believe, I, I truly believe that. You personally I believe. I personally believe that if Bryce Young was here, and CJ was there. Not that Bryce would have been as good as CJ was this year, but he wouldn't have been that much short of it. I really believe, I personally believe that Bryce Young would be a much some, better quarterback yes, if he was here. In this offense, Bryce would have been fine. Uh, now, the difference is CJ had comeback stuff that, you know, you wonder about Bryce being able to come back in some of those games because that's like CJ was doing stuff that veterans have a hard time doing. You know, going down the field with not much time and scoring touchdowns. There's a lot of veteran yeah. quarterbacks who wouldn't have been able to do yeah. that. But yes, Bryce Young would have been in a much better situation, much better, dare we say, a much better organization. It's one thing, you know, we wouldn't have said that at this time last year, but now it's undeniable. Better ownership, dare we say, better ownership? I mean, everything about the Texans is a much better spot for C.J. Stroud to succeed. And we've seen this in multiple occasions. Yeah, And I don't know if Joey Harrington would have been a pro player. I doubt it. But he was with Detroit. Wasn't a good spot for him. David Carr, honestly, it was a bad spot for David Carr to come into a situation where you had the Texans who didn't protect him. He got his his he got his, bain, his brains beaten out. And then you had... Uh, uh, David just kind of lost his lost his confidence and couldn't look down the field while seeing ghosts all over the place. I mean, that's you know that's a that's a big big problem. No, it, it matters where you go. It I, absolutely Pat, matters where Patrick you go. Patrick Mahomes would not be Patrick Mahomes if he wasn't with Andy Reid. He would not be Patrick Mahomes. No, that's that's the only place I disagree with you is I think Pat Mahomes supersedes coach. Uh, but yeah, that is a great spot for him. No, I, 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 I listen. He would be really really good. <clears throat> He wouldn't be in the GOAT conversation if not for Andy Reid. Uh, yeah, I think that's fair because he wouldn't have won the championships, yeah, I don't think. Right. And the Chiefs. I mean, drafting Tyreek, and that was John Dorsey, but drafting yeah. Tyreek Hill. Some of their moves, uh, Kelsey that came. Man, Kelsey was but Kelsey was like 14, so he came a lot sooner than uh, uh, than, than – so he was already there. And I don't know if that was an Andy Reid draft in 14. I have to go back and think about it if Andy redrafted. Well, uh, speaking know, of tight ends, him. Bill Barnwell also ranked all the tight ends and offensive linemen. The Texans don't have anything to do with the offensive linemen. They don't have any free agents that would be, I mean, not really. No, yeah, I don't see so, any free agents. And they, yeah, I don't believe they'll sign any. But he did have, franchi- he, said, he said tight ends. Franchise tier, tier one franchise player, none. Tier two, Pro Bowl caliber starters, Dalton Schultz. Dalton Schultz was tagged for just under $11 million by the Cowboys. 
Then he signed a one-year deal for 6.3 here. What do you think his value is out there on the free agent market? I can only go by spot track, but my guess is it will be somewhere around 12 million. 11, yeah, that's what they say, 11. 11 million. Do you give him that here? I'd consider it. So I'm looking at the list. You have Gerald Everett. Um, I'm not looking at it now, but I've looked at it. Gerald Everett is one of those. Noah Hunter, Fant, Hunter Henry. Hunter Henry, yeah. Gerald Noah, Everett, Taysom Noah Hill, Jonu Smith. Taysom Hill's an interesting one. Yeah. You give Bobby Sluck Taysom Hill, that's kind of interesting. He's not a tight end. Right. He's just a, he's a toy that can be employed in dangerous ways. Just sick, I don't know, just, man. Just sick he's out there. Dell, get Walt you some. block. Won't block. Will Disley yeah, is a possible cat. Will casualty. block. I mean, these are guys who could. Will Disley will block some. Will Disley could come in. He's not going to produce Smith the same. Now, now, do you think that Gesicki is a good enough pass catcher? And I do think as a pass catcher, he might be able to. But you can't. You can't. He was on just him in a system. Like you have to have a blocker. He was in a system similar to the Texans one a couple years ago in Miami when Mike McDaniel got first got there, and he couldn't block. So when Gesicki was in, you kind of knew what was going on, and he was just he's just a suit he's just a big wide receiver, and he's not a separator. So now CJ is accurate. I mean, he can be a contested catch guy, but he's a ball winner. In the yeah, in the air, specialized. Yeah, he's a specialized. You're not paying. You're not going to want him in the offense because he's going to be minimized here. He's the Jimmy Graham of. Well, Jimmy Graham was more physical um, mm. and a better player overall. Kasicki was a college indoor Kisicki, volleyball Kisicki, though, player. Catches. He's he an indoor volleyball player. He's got crazy he's, springs, but he yes. won't get open. But he can't. He's not physical. But he doesn't fight get, for catch, catch space. He'll catch things that like doesn't seem like anybody else can. Oh yeah, no, he's got that catch radius, but he's not really. Yeah, he's just not physical. Like he's too much of a specialist. Disley's a hard nosed player. Hunter Henry's been around. You know, he's he's okay. He's an okay Fant. player. Gerald Everett. Now Fant is an athlete, not a great blocker, but he's a great athlete that could fit into this offense. And the same thing with Gerald Everett. If you can keep him healthy, Gerald Everett has some ability. But when you when you really look at it, if I could get a two year deal on uh, Dalton Schultz, I'd take it. You'd have to give him a three year deal, but you'd have to know that you can get out after two. Um, yeah, I'd probably do it. See, that's that's part of the thing though that starts eating away at that cap, all that cap space that the Texans have. Yeah, you got to re-sign guys for more than they made before. I know, and you know your own guys, and then all of a sudden it's like, hey, where'd all that cap space go? I know, right? So yeah, I mean that's an example. If you've got seventy million, let's just call it seventy million. If you got that, it's sixty three, I think. Yeah, why why is it sixty three? When did they re-sign somebody? I don't know about. No, they're they're not taking into account a lot of this different stuff that I maybe don't know. bonuses. You follow the Texans or, cap, he says. So it's probably things that the vest players and association March. doesn't take into account. Yeah, fifty one or whatever. Yeah, there's a lot of there's a lot of technical stuff. My guess there. is uh, it, it is gonna it is gonna get eaten up fast if you start resigning your own guys. No question, but you have to you have to fill out a roster. Yep, like you could go cheaper tight end and fill out roster. Without going, you know, and keep the number the same as it was last year, or go even lower than the number. That's a possibility. But, um, you know, I think you have to come out of this free agency period with two really plus free agents. Mm-hmm. Really plus free agents. Maybe a cornerback, maybe a rusher. Uh, I don't think, you know, I don't think Grover Stewart's going to be available at defensive tackle, but. Yeah, they got to – Nick needs to be active in the free agent market now, and I mean good free agents. And this is coming up a few times now. Khalil Mack to the Texans. Trading for Khalil Mack. Trading, huh? Yes. Bears. Nice. Uh, Chargers, no? Oh, no, yeah, he's gone from yeah. there. Yeah, yeah, Chargers. Um, I wonder why they or, would wait, deal him. Did he go from the Bears? Yeah, he went from the Bears yeah. to the Chargers or the Chargers to Raiders to Bears. To yeah, Chargers. right, 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 right. What, whatever. Uh, Let me see. Khalil contract, Khalil Max contract breakdown with the Chargers right now. Um, so this year, he's got a one-year deal. His dead cap is fifteen. They could cut him. What do you give up for him? They could cut him and save money. Well, I mean, he's in the last year of his contract. He's 33. I can't believe he's 33. He's last year of his contract. He's 33. 
give up a fifth? They can save twenty million plus million trading him. Who the Chargers? Chargers. Yeah, I mean you give up twenty three like million on the salary. Give up like a, you don't give up much at all because he's not yeah. guaranteed anything beyond this year, and he's thirty. He'll be thirty four next year. Yeah, like uh, what do you? That's not exactly the guy you want to target. That's like getting Jerry Hughes, but a more expensive version. What of Jerry would you Hughes. give up? Fifth, sixth, a fifth or sixth? Yeah. Oh man, boy, are you cheap? Yeah. Uh, well, though you are helping them out big time in their in their yeah, in their, their cap, cap situation. You you got to put the screws to them. I'd probably give up a fifth. I wouldn't even want to give up a fourth though. Uh, I give up a fifth I means an instant starter on the other side, and you can kick the defensive end knee down the down the. You know, you're he'll, he's going to be more than Jonathan Grenard. Without the right deal that includes a lower day two or higher dra- day three draft pick, His they're back- probably talking about a third or a fourth. He's got a roster bonus that's coming up five point five million. So I mean, it's going to cost you twenty three million to have him for one year, and that's basically like having a free agent having a signing a one year free agent deal is what you're basically doing. And you're letting Grenard go. You're going to pay about five to six million more for a thirty three year, year old for a thirty three year old, and who may or may one. not be better than Grenard as a rusher this year. Well, they're talking about don't love it. No, well, a fourth rounder. I wouldn't give up a fourth. Those guys are valuable fourth round is is good depth you're basically giving up, up a chance to build your roster so you don't have to go to free agency for all these different picks to fill out your roster for a rental player because you're probably not going to sign a 34 year old guy to a longer term contract it just doesn't make sense from a roster building standpoint like if you could get him now now here's where i do like it if you did trade for him he becomes your free agent yeah so when he walks, if somebody gives him a good two-year deal, that could become a fourth-round compensatory pick. So I would consider what is it? What, okay, what is his deal after this year? Well, even if it's a two, it could be a two-year, sixteen million dollar a year deal. Sixteen a year, you think? Yeah, maybe. At thirty-four and thirty-five years old. Yeah, maybe if he's still playing at a good level. Well, let's see what he plays at. Still this playing year. a good level. That's what I'm saying. So what you could do, the smart game I'm would be go to give under, up. I'm going to go under a thirty-two million. I would deal say, look, him. we'll take this off your hands for a fifth, and there's a chance that that you're just renting him for one year, and you get a fifth back next year would be great. There's a, there's a decent chance he might be able to get you a fourth, maybe a fourth next year. But you could, you know, one of the ways that you take on guys like I've seen teams do this where they take on a player, then they let the player walk. In the middle, you know, after that year is over, and they get the exact compensation back. They basically yeah. rented the player, yeah. and it didn't cost them anything. Yep. So about three seven eight zero three seven seven six. If you want to get in here, I don't know that we can see. We got a blue screen up here, Dell. Not sure you know that. No, I'm aware. You're aware, but okay. I'm sure it'll be it'll be fixed by. Do you your know these show. conversations? I'm having? sure it'll be sh- fixed by your show. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He'll fix this. By yeah, his show. don't worry. We uh, all these conversations we're having, by the way. It's fun for me to actually talk about team building stuff that could happen. Like with the old, with the Easter Bees and OB and Lovey and less so with Lovey, but the, oh, David Cully and and the way the roster was, it was just like, (laughs) there was no good conversations at all. It was just like, oh, no, no, now you got, no, absolutely. Now you made, you made a lot of, what are you you cheering about, Dell? My agenda continues to grow. We got Kurt, Ben Kurt. He compared Drake May to unfavorably to Mason Rudolph. And now we've got Merrill Hodge saying he wouldn't draft him in the first round. No. Yeah. Right. Yeah, Merrill Hodge. Right. I told you I got a boom well, bust you're just, on him. So why don't you just pat yourself on the back real quick? Okay. Uh, I pat himself on the back. Pump. He's celebrating because he's anti-white quarterback. <laughs> yeah. What? Yeah. No, no but when Kirk Binkert says something, he's oh, a, now. And he's a white quarterback. That's what I mean. Now, all of a sudden, you'll use him. But I said, Drake it, May, well, I said it first, though. All what? you can talk about is oh, Spencer Rattler, blah blah blah. I've well, never mentioned Spencer Rattler. Well, let's let's look at Matt Miller's list, and then then maybe you won't be patting yourself on the back. Uh oh, why? Yeah, I don't that I don't trust Matt Miller. Well, we're gonna break it here. Seven three seven eight zero three seven seven six. You're listening to ESPN ninety seven five. We're taking a break. Okay, that's cool. Broadcasting live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, it's John and Lance. On ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. Now here's John Granado and Lance Zerline. You see, uh, Kerry McNair dropped his lawsuit 
Against. He lost it. No, he dropped it. He dropped, but I, there was a ruling against him. In oh, right, the, the uh, independent medical examiner. That yeah. was a, well. He lost that part of it. He could have continued with the lawsuit, but he just dropped it. Yeah, he was. That was that was the loss. So as the independent medical yeah. examiner says, no, she's fine. No, he didn't. That's not what happened. They would. The judge said she doesn't have to see an. Oh, that's what it was. Yeah, yeah that's right. Yeah, but it, so there's no. What's the basis for his case? Yeah. Well, no. They could have still had her doctor look at her and see whether or not she was incapacitated, but it's it's fruitless because her doctor would never say that. Man, I tell you what, I heard some really. I got some intel. I got some some interesting intel from the other side of you know. I'd always made this. I'd always had this assumption that Carrie was the one that was you know. They had him on the business side because they didn't think he you know because. They wanted him to do that, and Cal. Look, I don't. Do I think Cal needs to be on their business side? It's not for me to decide. But probably not. Uh, the McNair Holdings and whatnot. But I can tell you that some of the stuff that I heard behind the scenes is that, you know, it's it's obviously not great with Carrie and and uh, and Hannah. No. And uh, I think that some of it is they don't. You know, on the on the on. Janice's side, she's heartbroken. Supposedly, she is. At, wouldn't you be? Apparently, talking to somebody very close to the situation, she is absolutely heartbroken. Yeah, I could see that. that well, son, especially when your son is suing to to, to have you <laughs> declared yeah, incapacitated. I mean, she is heartbroken that there's and that this you family, need guardianship, but yes. there's more family drama. Well, and, part of the family drama, I think, and I think some of it. There's rumors that you know the ranch that they own uh, <clears throat> that. Maybe it was sold to Cal at a discount, and Carrie's like, hey, 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 wait a minute. Wait a minute. That's part of what we all have. And so you heard one side. There's also another side that, you know, is who knows. What's funny well, about I don't think he has any – I can tell you this. There's a belief on one side that he has no interest in football. No, the Texas, he's never had interest. That he would – Deal the, the he no, would no 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 cash well, out so, take the money and roll. That's actually so funny because a year ago at this time a yeah. year ago yeah. we'd have all been saying oh good Kerry go but, but now go, sell the team but we don't want the McNairs now it. I know it's amazing how I, I grapple with that like are we being consistent am I being consistent because I'm a big believer in being consistent but I do think Cal is harmless as long as there's not vipers in the building. He can't handle. He is not a wartime owner at all. He can't handle that stuff. They got. He got run over. Is he good at the rebrand? He is good. Say whatever you want, but I'm sorry. It's a really good thing that Hannah McNair stepped in and, and has taken a greater oh. role in helping to normalize the building. Yes, it's a. It's the the uh, Nick Casario has done a nice job of stabilizing the front office. D'Amico Ryan's has been incredible at changing the the attitude. And I think Greg Grissom on the business side's done a really honestly, I think he's done a pretty good Great job, job. Great job. With with listening to what some of the complaints were and making some changes. The Houston Texans have done a had a really nice year and a half run. Uh not even a year and a half run. I guess a year. Yeah, about a year a one year run. They've had a starting with the hiring of D'Amico Ryan's they've had a really nice one year run. And you see how quickly things can turn. This is arguably the worst organization in pro football, and now there is a legitimate chance that Houston, with a smart offseason, could be competing for one of the top three spots in the AFC. How does that happen in one year when you have an owner like Cal that we said is just not a guy who should be owning a team? Well, as long as you have good front office people and as long as you get your quarterback and have the head coach, isn't it amazing how quick things can change? It- <clears throat> it it, it, it really almost is. is impossible. Well, that was the point of what I, I want. What I was talking about here is that a year ago, yeah. if if Kerry had done this, I'd have been all for exactly the Good. guardianship. Sell the team. Sell the team. Get the McNairs out of here because it's just been a bump. They've been bumbling and stumbling ever since Bob died, and now that Hannah has taken some, you know, some of the lead. And they've you know, all the hires that you just mentioned. It really is talk about a change. So, so I was in a, I was in a, uh, in a sleep number store, right? Mattress. Shout out to them. But I was uh, somebody who was in there. We were talking a little bit. We just got to talk about these beds or whatever. 
And this person used to work with the Texans and then, you know, got, uh, got pushed out. Boy, the stories I heard, I mean, you want to talk about the mess in the building and I mean all the dirt and, and, and I was asking about Cal versus Carrie. I was, you know, we were talking about Hannah. We were talking about, she's a big fan of Hannah. She said, Hannah is exactly what they had to have. It really needed Hannah to step up, yeah. but boy, the conversations in this, woo, it is, it is a much better, it is a much better situation now than what it was. And as you probably think, it's the truth. All of this started with the death of Bob McNair mm-hmm. because then people started to really, um, I mean, it wasn't great on a football field, or, but what, it really got bad because people started walking over Cal when Bob McNair died. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's happened. None of that Hannah stuff at throwing up the H would have mattered if they sucked. No, that's true. But they, but they didn't. That's the point. They got the coach right. They got the quarterback right. The general manager made a bunch of great decisions. All of the infighting yeah. in the all of the uh, uh, the little finger stuff in the building appears to be. Hey, calm. Willie Fritz wouldn't have been the University of Houston coach after a two win season if not for two, you know, uh, ten plus double digit win seasons in a row. Yeah. We can look at whatever negativity, but it's happened. It's, it's happened. actually happened. Yes. And now I don't feel bad about like if you want to hang on to that. I'm just being honest. I don't feel bad about. I've always been happy that Hannah has taken a, a, a more lead role because Cal needs that. But I don't worry about ownership. I don't believe they're a hindrance unless it's bad in the building. And if it's bad in the building, I don't know that, you know, and, and even now bad in the building, I think Hannah gives you a chance now that she saw the light on Jack Easterby and they were able to get out from under that. Um, it's, you know, it's. We're in good shape. I, it's hard to believe in one year you go from wanting the team no. them to sell the team to now I'm like, just, just keep it the way it is, yeah, guys. Absolutely. But right now, let's take a quick one. 713-780-3776, the number if you want to get in here. But you talk a little QC. QC Kinetics, the wife was uh, – I was doing the spot yesterday when my wife was in Republic Boot Company. She had come by and her and my daughter to, to come see the place and come see me. And um, I was doing the QC Kinetics spot right when she was standing there. She used QC Kinetics. I, I got her over there. Because she had a bone-on-bone knee issue. Now, that's really serious. Your, your cartilage is worn away. But if you have any cartilage left, you know, it, which one of the things you can do and one of the things they have is stem cell treatments. Now, that's typically, we're talking about a really advanced, she had to go through five stages, with PRP, and there's a lot of different things that you do. So she went through five stages, but it improved her mobility, improved the inflammation and swelling, and then it improved her ability to actually complete a marathon, which is one of her dreams was to run the Berlin Marathon, and she did that. It wouldn't have been possible without QC Kinetics. They can take the joint pain in your knee, hip, shoulder, back, wherever it is, and they can really uh, reduce it by using regenerative medicine that, that grows back or or fixes the damaged tissue in that joint. It reduces inflammation, reduces pain. It works great. Four locations here in Houston. Make sure you set up your free consultation at qckinetics.com. ESPN 97.5.